on this episode, it's our fourth annual Super Bowl Prop Bet Spectacular. We're going to preview the big game and make a few select choices on aspects throughout the entire game. Stick around at Super Bowl Prop Bets right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 136, recorded January 31st, 2019. Super Bowl Prop Bets 4. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two hosts agree on everything. I am Sean Jennings, joined as always by our own um, national anthem singer, Matt Mariani. Matt, how long do you think it would take you to sing the national anthem? Oh, um, I'd probably try to get through it as fast as I can. I'd probably like actually try to try to like time myself and, and make it like a beatable record. I'd probably try to get it to be like could you I do it in under a minute? Like 20 seconds. Whoa, yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah, I, I probably could do that. Oh, boy. I'll be a nice co-host and not make you do that on the show. But yeah. uh, Now, I was, I, I, was, I was thinking, Sean Jennings, you have, um, you have a name, all right, Sean, that can be um, many – there can be very many variations to your name, right? We have yes. actually – Oh, yes. We have um, Sean McVeigh. Uh, in this very super a great Sean, um, and of course we've heard of Al Sean Jeffrey. Yeah, okay. I don't think that's quite the same. Would but you? <laughs> sure. Would you? Would you consider Al Sean Jeffries a um, an honorary an honorary member of the Sean Sean organization? Yeah, but what about like Deshaun Watson or uh, Deshaun yeah, Jackson? Exactly. Are you sad that your name isn't Deshaun Jennings? You know what's really funny is there is a gentleman who I work with whose name is Dan, and he calls me Deshaun. Deshaun? Yes, because he think everyone has a nickname with Remember him. Remember Keyshawn? Keyshawn Johnson? I do. I do. Keyshawn Are those? Jennings? I would say they're honor. Alshon is pushing it. Alshon is pushing it. I think Deshaun and, and, and Keyshawn are honorary Shawns. Honorary Shawns. Okay. Yeah. Because so Alshon. Glad you have a boundary there. If it were like A L S E N or A L S H A U N, I'd get it. But it's, what is it? A L S H O N? I thought it was A W N. No, no, no. All right, Alshon Jeffries. Yeah, it's A L S H O N. Oh yeah, okay. So it's not really Sean. That's a bit over the line. Okay, um, fair enough. I guess. Um, but who am I to say? I'm just. See, that's Sean. the thing is, Matt. Matt's are usually. I mean, the most exciting thing that happens with Matt's is, is it one T or two T's. I've met that's Matt's true. that only have one T. What do you think is the greatest Matt to ever play football? Matt Hasselback. He's really? The first, he's the first one that pops into really? my head. <laughs> I think maybe Matt Ryan comes to mind. Oh, Matt Ryan. Okay. Well, yeah, all right. He's probably a little bit a little bit better, but not much. Um, um Matt Ryan. Matt Barkley. Are there any Matts in the Hall of Fame? That in seems the, like something somebody who isn't me would know. Well, there is the new head coach of the Packers, Matt LaFleur. That's that's right, Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of good Matts in football. Matt, we're here tonight. It's our fourth annual Super Bowl Prop Bets Spectacular. I think one of the few, if not the only gimmick we do on the show that actually works and we like, <laughs> unlike some of our other disasters. Uh, and I'm so thrilled we're back for year number four, and we've got an exciting list of prop bets we're going to get to tonight, including our preview of the game. We're even going to pick who we think is going to win. But, Matt, before we get to it, 
Got a little controversy at the top of the show to talk about. Um, you've got a bit of a beef with the NFL regarding the NFC Championship game two weeks ago. Tell the tell the folks at home. I'm sure there's been I mean, almost yeah. no talk of this on sports news. So Not at you, all. You might have to kind of break it down for folks. All right. So... Um, as I was saying, kind of before the show, if if we had run if we had run a, uh, an episode um, the week of the NFC Championship game, I, I would have been all, I would have been spitting fire. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I would have been just just smoke would have been coming out of my ears. Absolutely, anybody that follows me on Twitter knows I, I've tweeted at the NFL, I've tweeted at multiple teams about this, and I've gotten some, I've gotten some traction, I've gotten some beef, I've gotten some haters in the process. Um, but, uh, all right. So I, I liken myself currently, I, I, I think that I really do believe that everyone is entitled to two, two teams. They can like two teams. All right. I think that, that you, you have your favorite team, like your, your, like kind of like your, your favorite, it could be the home team where you're from. It could be a team that you've, you've you've gained affection for over the years, something like that. I've always kind of seen myself as um, kind of a Jets Giants fan, just being from New York. And, and, and I think that I can, I can comfortably root for the Jets when they're not playing the Giants. I could, I could root for the Giants all year round. And, um, but there is, there is another team that I do consider myself a, a, a fan of, and that's the new Orleans saints. And I, I, um, Picked up, I picked them up around the time of Hurricane Katrina, and just kind of followed their meteoric uh, fall, and and then rise like a, like their their Phoenix esque rise after that, winning the Super Bowl, uh, like they did in in two thousand nine, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, that saying that being a Saints fan, I I I watched. You know, they were definitely my pick of these four teams that I wanted to see win the Super Bowl. Sure. I mean, the Giants down. and Jets certainly weren't going to win it. So No, no, absolutely not. And they, they've been absolute crap. But um, the NFL had other plans with their with their with their call. I'm sure everybody has seen the tape. Um, their blown pass interference call, their missed pass interference call. Um thereby immediately and effectively dictating dictating the game and determining yes yes they did they determined they determined the outcome of the game that game in that exact moment the game was determined and it's an example of ref ball okay i I don't know if you've heard the term ref ball but that's like where the referees think that they're as important if not more important than the players and they decide to uh determine single-handedly the outcome of a game and that's what happened there. Saints got robbed. Saints got absolutely robbed in that moment. They they took the Super Bowl right out of their hands. They were now, basically hosting the Lombardi Trophy, and they just took it away from yes. them. Now, now thinking now thinking back and having time having passed, I don't know if I actually. I mean, of course, I wanted to see the Saints go to the Super Bowl, but I don't know if it would have been the best thing for my mental health. Or emotional well-being because sure. I don't – not that I don't think they can they, – they would be able to beat the Pats. I think that there's a possibility they, they could have. But I think it would have been 
it would have been really hard, especially the way the way that the Saints struggled against the Rams, which mm-hmm. they absolutely shouldn't have. On paper, they should have blown that team out of the water, especially in New Orleans, um, because I I I I don't think the Rams are that good, Sean. I, I'm just going to come out and say it. I I, I know that they're kind of like the darlings of the NFL, and they're in the Super Bowl, so obviously they're good. I, and I'm not saying that they're a bad team by any stretch. I think it would be foolish to even say that they're a bad team. I just – I don't think that they're as – I don't think that they're as good as, as everybody as everybody's saying. Uh, well, okay. People are making them out to be like the greatest team that's ever played. No. I don't – I really don't think so. But then again, last year's Eagles weren't the greatest team that ever played exactly. the game and they won the Super Bowl. So, you know, for me, not to – we'll get more into this later in the episode, but – I've always been of the opinion that to win a Super Bowl, you just have to have it's the most balanced team wins the Super Bowl, right? It's not that you have really good offense or really good defense. You got to be at least decent at both. And I give the Rams credit: not the best offense on the planet, not the best defense on the planet. Good enough at both. Solid run game, decent pass game, pretty good defense. That's all you need. I think the Saints are more talented than the Rams. I certainly think that's the case. I think the Saints would have given the Patriots a better game then I think the Rams will, not to say the Rams won't win, but, um, and I, I agree with you. I, as much as I like the Rams and, and I like their sort of young upstartness, um, I would have enjoyed seeing the Saints as well. But Matt, it's insane to say the refs stole that game from the Saints. That's cr- all right. So let me break down right, a couple things you for say you your here. Piece. I'm going to let you say your piece. All right. Let me break down a couple things here. One, that was pass interference. Of not going to debate and, that. Uh, let me let the record show that the NFL not only declared it po- posthumously, they declared it pass interference, but it was also helmet-to-helmet contact. Now, I so call- that was actually two penalties on okay. that Okay, I'm going to come back to the helmet-to-helmet, but that was absolutely pass interference. That's one. Number two, I will uh, 100% agree, the NFL rules need to change. The rules are not working. The rules are broken. However, the rules are the rules as they stand today, and... You and I have the benefit of seeing this play over and over in every conceivable angle in slow motion, but when you watch a real-time angle from where the ref was standing, it is a hard play to call from that angle. It, now, look, again, was it a, the wrong call? I don't disagree with that. It was pass interference. But at that speed and at that position, that's why you need a challenge system for penalties. Again, the rules are bad. I believe... The ref followed the rules based on what he saw from his position on the field. Okay. First of all, I will, I will respond. I, I agree that next season, and I and I actually think that 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 will be. I don't think it's a it's a stretch to say that that will be an outcome of this deci- decision. Sure. Um, as a, as a, many sports analysts and coaches have pointed out, that they they believe that due to this very call. There will be repercussions, and I think those repercussions will be. come in the in the form of challengeable penalties. Yeah, and and I think that I, I don't I don't really disagree with that. I think I that the I referees mean, are are human, and and we're never going to have a perfect system. But I think that I I don't see why I I never I never really understood why penalties couldn't be reviewable in the first place. I mean, from a time perspective, like yeah, it's okay. It might add on a little bit of time, but but again, I don't think it's going to necessarily open up the floodgates. As soon as you like, you, you limit challenges, right? The referee or coaches only get two challenges per half. So, um, 
Who's to say, you know, you, you can't just use those two challenges are also yeah, applicable to penalties. But a challenge is a little bit different than challenging a play because a play, it's like ear, 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 um, you know, perf- you have to have legitimate proof that the play has to be overturned. Otherwise, it stands. But most penalties really are judgment calls. Where do you draw the line between what is and isn't pass interference? That really is a referee's opinion. And I think those are harder to overturn. Now, I don't know if the right system is coach penalties. I've also seen proposed that you have a dedicated replay official in each stadium who's one on offense, one on defense, and their sole job is to raise their hand and say, hey, hey, stop the game. We're reviewing that penalty. Hey, stop. You know, which which they didn't do in the Saints game. Um, and, and reasonably, you didn't need a coach to challenge it. Just someone had to challenge it. And the NFL doesn't really, the current rules don't really, aren't set up for that. For someone to say, hey, we that might have been a mistake. Let's check it out. But I will say one other thing, Matt. The Saints did not lose the game on that play. Yes, they did. They still let the Rams tie it up, and then they threw a damn interception in overtime. So they, they were, look, they were would obviously it, would it have made it and, no? And, would it have made it easier for them to win had had that been called? Place. If that had been called, yeah, no, of course it would have been way easier for them to win. I don't disagree with that. Were they robbed of a better opportunity to win? Sure, that was not. They blew the end of that game. They had every opportunity to win it, even without right. that call. They were still in great position. Their defense so, let him down and their offense let him down. So come that, on. The way that I see it is that that call would have locked up the game, right? They would be within they would be within striking distance. They'd again, be inside of their own ten. Again, with, nothing with, is nothing is with certain. Over a minute, like just a little bit over a minute left, right? They could have whittled down the clock, kicked a field goal, game over. I don't I, disagree, but again, I, I'm not. Obviously, it's yeah, it's not a it's not a guarantee. Anything could have happened. Like aliens could have invaded and stopped the game. There, there's a probability that they might have lost. Like 99% likelihood they would have won though, if that penalty had been called. The game 100% came down to that one penalty. Now, no, right. it didn't. I, here's what I'll say. Should there 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 were there were some instances where. There were some instances where the game was winnable prior to that. Yes. I mean, the very first drive where the Saints almost had that touchdown and the tight end slipped through their through his hands, they ended up kicking a field goal. If he had scored that tight that touchdown, they would have won. All right. Following play, the very similar situation happened where they were forced to kick a field goal instead of get the touchdown. They score there, they could have won. Yes. Gameplay impacted that point. And 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 made made the situation what it was, but I'm not arguing that. But what I am saying is that that was a very, very oh, it was an important call, impactful. It I was know. the most important part. But of the game. they did not Easily. lose the game because of the call. Yes, they did. No, they, they lost it because of the call. No, they didn't. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because at that from that point on, from that point on, the the Saints were completely kind of just knocked it you know you ever get that feeling where somebody knocks you off your game you get yeah, razzed, but that's bullshit because like, that's in their heads that's out. not anything to do with a penalty it got in their heads it got in their heads because well, maybe it shouldn't have that's on them the blown call it was, so, it was so obvious get that out of town have been past interference oh what's just a cry they, on the side they were distraught because the because the they couldn't oh, believe boy. and through their tears they, they the watched be that bad at their jobs which brings me to my second that so that was my that was my first point. Oh, was boy. that um, that next year all penalties will be reviewable and it will be no, a good. No, they can't. Do and it will be a. It will be a good thing. There'll be a. System. Now my second point. Um, to to refute what you were saying before about how the referee wasn't able to see 
that that penalty. All right. I, I've watched I've watched the the gif. I've watched the video many times, and I agree with you. It it was a it was a bad spot if you're the referee to to be able to fully see and appreciate the call. However, there was approximately 4.7 seconds between that missed call opportunity and the, the, the start of the next play. In that window of time, you had to know that the stadium jumbotron. Now I wasn't at the game, but you had to know that the stadium jumbotron was showing that over but, and over and over again hang on. as the fans were booing louder and louder First and louder. All, and the referees at that point had the opportunity to call one of the side judges call a timeout. Let's get him to a huddle. Let's have a meeting about it. The fo- the, the 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 last play, you know, the previous play is under review. And they get to talk about it, and then, well, Matt, then they could have made the right call you right can't, then and there. You they can't do rem- that for a penalty. Is, yes, you can. No, you can't. Name no, a single instance in an NFL game where the referees looked up, saw the Jumbotron, and then put a penalty under review. Maybe they should start doing that. But again, There's change nothing in the, the rules. rules. That they can't. Is there anything in the rules that they, they can't do it that way? I'm not an expert in the NFL rules, Matt, but there's a reason why it's there, never there been are- done. But but there are circumstances where referees have called late penalties. That has happened. But as long as, never doing as long it as off the, next the jumbotron. Play. That's like ex- no. they explicitly tell refs not to do that. But there there has and, been situations where referees have called late penalties. And by that the way, happened. every stadium on the planet, when there's a questionable call, right or wrong, everyone in the crowd, oh no, boo! And the jumbotron plays it. What was okay? So. Well, you would have had to have thought that at least one of those line judges would have seen it. Like, and, and nobody saw the the blatant miss, but, like pass interference. It was such a fast play, and the contact between players was not long. And that was my earlier point about the the helmet to helmet. I think that's an even more difficult call to play at that speed. Uh, thing to call right. at that speed. I don't. That one especially to me is like I get in the slow motion. It looks that way. Those calls never get called in real time no. because it's no. so hard they, to they judge. They would have had to after they reviewed it. They but would have also called again. It. I wish it's- there was a rule where a referee could look up at the jumbotron and say, "Whoa, hey, time out! I might have blown that." That doesn't happen in today's NFL, well, then, whether it's against the rules or just not a common practice. How about when they go over to the camera well and they look at they when they, when plays are called like plays, plays. are challenged, not penalties, right? plays. That's the difference. If this were a play, if this was a, a line marker on the field, wh- how far did they get? If it was a t- if it was a touchdown or if it was an so, out of bounds, they would have reviewed that. Penalties don't that, work that way. Is it is it against the rules for the referees to look up at the jumbotron and say, "Oh shit, we missed a call. Let's yes. let's like look at that again." At least it's I don't frowned think upon. It says it in the rules anyway. At least it's frowned upon. Seriously, and this is by true. Who? By the way, this is true in other sports. And sports stadiums. I don't. I think that's that would be fine. But again, then write it into the rules. I'm not going to get mad at the refs for following historic NFL protocol and the rules that are already in the book. I'm sorry. But what about for not doing their job and making the right call? Again, it's a it's a questionable call. NFL referees every single week are the the head officiating office every week watches all the games from that week and scores each referee on the calls they make and the calls they didn't make. And the referees with the better scores get playoff games and eventually the Super Bowl. They are graded. It's their job. You're going to make some. You're not going to make some. It's going to happen. To me, this was not the world's most obvious in real time call. Oh, my God. How could he? Again, not a great call, but I'm not going to beat these guys up for missing something that I think a lot of referees could have missed. It sucks. 
I'm sorry for the Saints. I think they're a better team than the Rams. It's unfortunate. It happens in every sport. It's just how it works. I'm sorry. Don't boo. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> now, let me let me ask you this question, Sean. Um, do you think that this was a an inside job? You know, OK, is this is, the, is this the referees this from thing? California bullshit? Is he? Well, yeah. You know what? I, I there's some strong evidence out there. And I have to say I'm I'm not usually a believer in these conspiracy theories, but I have to say that, you know, I, I, of all the conspiracy theories, this one's not the, not the worst. This is one of those dark paths you don't want to go down. Once you start questioning, <laughs> right, oh, gee, well, oh boy, Matt went to the University of Arizona. Maybe that means he's a Cardinals fan. I think that means he can't work Cardinals games. I mean, that is such a, you got to give these guys. And by the way, this wasn't just some like ticky tacky preseason game no one cares about. This was an NFC championship game. The refs playing this were extremely established. And once again, I will point out for the 100th time, the Saints did not lose on that play. They didn't win on that play, but they didn't lose on that play. They had plenty of opportunity to blow it themselves. Now, let me ask you, but now, see, I was going, that was part of it. But I, but you say, don't walk down this path, but I, I have walked down this path, Sean. I've started, I've begun the process. All right. Don't do it. The, does it have anything to do with the size of the market? involved oh now the, now you think the nfl a very is small, fixing relatively it? small market no matt the, LA this being year a large market absolutely team. not they're having trouble selling super bowl tickets this year because no one gives a shit about the rams because they're new to la no one in la is a football fan they would have loved having the saints the saints has one of the best fan bases in the league and it drew, would have been in, in atlanta storyline with drew Brees. are you kidding me that the league would have shit their pants and by the way if the league really wanted to fix shit they would have made had the chiefs win over this over the pats and just a couple of calls in that game could have changed it Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about that game, but I mean, you know, a lot of people were mad about the neutral zone infraction. I, I didn't really see a problem. He with was that. over the line. Roughing the Brady. Yeah, that, that was bullshit. I, look, I'm a Patriots fan. That was bullshit. I don't disagree with you. But again, that's my point. Every game has roughing the Brady has bad penalties and bad calls. It's called refereeing. They're people. You know, Matt, you're a baseball fan. Should we go to a world without empires and the computer box just tells us whether it's a strike or a ball? I mean, that that's no. the direction we're heading. I don't, I don't want, I don't necessarily no, want It's just that. part of the turf. It just, it sucks that it's at such a high profile game to a team that got, you know, the, the miracle catch in, in Minnesota the year before got taken out of the playoffs. I get it. It sucks. I'm sorry. But don't make this a big federal case, which they literally did. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, Matt, I think we've gone long enough on this. I think, I think, believe it or not, I think we're almost on the same page in some respects. You know, we're, we're both sorry saints. I mean, I, I'm kind of behind it. Yeah. It's the good news whatever. is they've is got whatever. a really solid team. They're going to be back in the playoffs again next year. Uh, I don't know. Unless the referees have other plans. That's right. Out to get out to get <laughs> New Orleans for some reason of all the teams. To, hey, I was thinking, very quick question, then we really do have to get to picks, but I was thinking about this before we came on the air, and I wanted your opinion on this. What NFL team would you never want to see win a Super Bowl? What team, when you look at it, you're like, oh, I, I, that would, I would be so mad if they won a Super Bowl. Right now? Yeah. I mean, the first team that immediately comes into my head is the Patriots. Oh, no. I've just because I've I've just had enough of them. I've just I've I've never really been a Pat's like hater. I mean, we we owned you guys twice in the Super Bowl, which was awesome. I wasn't really a big Giants fan back then, but I wish I was just to to get to revel in a moment of glory. But but, um, yeah, you know what? 
besides the Patriots, who I think are in a kind of in a category on their own. God, maybe the Rams. Maybe they would be really? second because wow. I just don't care about them. I I hate LA, even though I've never been there. I just don't think that they're they have the best fans. I mean, even if you look at like other sports, their fans are just crazy. I, I maybe don't want to see the Rams win because they're they're they, I don't think they it's like it's like they're like an like a non team I don't know they're they're the team that I always forget about I totally forgot they even existed until wow like you're now. really gonna love this Super Bowl <laughs> you wonder why I had like I'm still like fifty six percent sure that I I might not watch it but wow um. If no, I, besides these two answers. teams, no, 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 those are good answers. Yeah, I, I don't are, know what other teams. Those are good answers. I, I, would, I would pick to hate. Yeah. I mean, all right. I guess I hate the Browns because they're the Browns. Oh, That's but you gotta love weird, the Browns because right? they're the no, Browns. No, I just, I just, they just are just. Oh. They, they need to just disband. Just, oh. just get out. Just wow. stop. Like, okay. It's a str- <laughs> That's a pretty strong opinion for a team that sucked forever. That's it. Just stop it. Like you, you, you can't have a monopoly and... on being shitty. Like other teams are pretty good at being shitty too, but just to be that like, oh, how they got so, oh, the the game where they um they blew it, and then the they they were so bad that they ruined another team season in the process. They blew it, and and then Pittsburgh couldn't advance. Like, yeah, God. Yeah, maybe the Browns would be my next my next team. Oh, although I do also hate the Redskins mm. and the Cowboys. Redskins are a really good pick, and the Cowboys would be mine. And then the other you know one, what? just yeah, just edit out the whole like last minute. I want to say the Cowboys. I want that to be my final yeah, answer. Yeah, they suck. The they, Cow- they definitely suck, and I would say the Redskins as well. I hate the Cowboys. They 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 gotta they gotta learn a lesson. Uh, all right, Matt, we have got to get into the Super Bowl prop bets. Uh, this is our fourth year of doing them, which is very exciting. For those who haven't seen in past years what it is, if you don't know what a prop bet is, um, I don't actually know the textbook definition, but they're just bets on things that happen in sports games, and sometimes they're related to the game, and sometimes they're not. Um, and so Matt and I, we make our prediction on these prop bets. We get points based on how correct we are, and then there's a winner at the end. Matt, uh, we started uh, our first year you won, our second year you won. Last year, finally, I got my first <laughs> victory, which was quite sweet. Um, and so I'm excited to see who will come out on top and we're going to start, we got a mix of uh, classic bets we do every year and a few new ones, uh, for this year as well. And we're going to start with, uh, basically the first thing that happens in a game, the coin toss. That's right. Now, famously, Matt, you have chosen tails every year we've done this and you've been right twice. I've been right once. It was it was tails, tails, and then heads last year. Are you going to go with tails again this year? Tails, tails, never fails. I'm taking tails. Except last year when it Except did fail. Except last year when it did, in fact, fail. I'm going to take it again. Okay. I like heads. I, I'm taking heads. And I think the uh, the Patriots normally take heads, given, given the choice. It seems like they always do, yeah. Of course, they don't use a real coin at the Super Bowl. It's always heads is the Super Bowl logo and tails is the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And then they have their commemorative. That's right. I don't know who's doing the coin toss this year. Because they usually have some celebrity come in. Yeah, usually a former pro. Some kind of... Uh, well, wasn't it... The year it was in Houston. It was uh, George Bush came out and did it? George H.W.? 
Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That um, was that was a while back. A couple years. Uh, all right. Well, good. That's an easy one. We'll get that one out of the way. Next up, Matt. One we've done every year as well. I was reading an article. It's the most bet on prop bet in this year's Super Bowl. More people have bet on this than any other aspect of the game. The national anthem. This is a favorite one. Uh, You take the over and the under. This year's line has been drawn at one minute, 47 seconds. Um, It will be sung this year by none other than the wonderful Aretha Franklin. Um, Not Aretha Franklin. No. (laughs) Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. That was very wrong of me. (laughs) Scratch that. The the irreplaceable Gladys Knight. As soon as that came out of my mouth, I said, that can't be right. The the it would immortal. Be pretty amazing if she would be able to sing it this year. But. The Gladys Knight. Now, Matt, I will say last year, uh, we both took the over, and last year's anthem was 1 minute 53 seconds. To give you a point of reference, this year the line 147. Are you going to take the over or the under on this one? Uh, I'm going to take the over. You're going to take the over. Okay. Yep. I'm taking the over. And what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I'm thinking, well, I want to hear what you take first. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're going to take the over, um, whew, I don't know. Uh, your better money in Vegas is going to be on the under. Um, gosh, it's a tough one. The problem is there's two parts to this. A, how long do I think it's going to take? But also B, I got to beat you in this competition. So if we take the same thing and whether it's right or wrong, we get the same points. So were you going to t- were you planning on taking under? I wa- or no, over? I was going to take the over. I, my policy yeah. is with these anthems, and I think it's uh, happened the last couple of years. I don't have the uh, the old list in front of me. I just have last year's. But um, traditionally, it goes over. It's mm. you're more likely to hit over than under. Um, I think maybe only once it's gone o- under for us. So I think the over is a safe bet. But Matt, I- I'm not I'm not going to fall for it. I'm going to take the under. Okay. I, I got so I got to start the racking un- up these points. Um, you know, I've never heard Gladys Knight do the national anthem, so I don't know if she's sort of a long singer or a short singer. Well, Sean, funny thing is she has done the national anthem twice before. Okay. Um, one was for the BET awards and one was for something else. I forget. Char- I think a charity event. Uh, and both times she was over the one minute and 47 Someone second Someone did his homework. Yes, indeed. Son of a... I came here prepared. Gosh. Uh, I can't let you tie this thing up. So I took the over, having studied. Also, I mean, think about the the genre that she sings. Gladys Knight is a a Gladys Knight in the Pips fame, um, which I would describe as it's kind of like Motown, Motown Motown-ish, right? Or something like that. Mm -hmm. But she also um, has some very soulful hits in there, too, and that tends to be a little bit longer and more drawn out. Plus Atlanta is her hometown. I think she is going to milk it. Wow. Damn. Damn. I'm really <laughs> mad I didn't. I usually Google this kind of stuff and I'm mad I didn't. I got lazy and Matt caught me. That's right. Son of a Okay. All right. Hopefully I don't regret that. I'm going to I'm going to just hope that they're really tight on time. They got to get the game started and they're like just just wrap it up. Just wrap it up. But we'll see. Uh already. Well, we'll see. Um, let's continue on. Not likely because the game is on the East coast. So the time usually when they like, I think they like to hurry things along on the West coast when the East coast is, is already at a later start time. But I also don't, cause what is it? Lady Gaga did it a few years ago. I think Gladys Knight is one of those artists where it's like, mm, 
you're only still vaguely culturally relevant. Like, just do it and, you know. Yeah, but Gladys is a legend. Yeah, but... And a, and a hometown legend mm, at that. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're going to win, but <laughs> I'm standing by what I said. Darn All right. It. All right. We will see. Gosh that, darn Again, it. You, you did say Vegas odds are in your favor, so... Yeah, which is odd, but... Mm. Well, they know they didn't. They don't have all the in-depth research you have. That's right. So uh, now, Matt, let's get into some aspects of the game here. Starting with, who do you? Uh, by the way, these are all real bets you can go out and make. I should point that out. Um, the question is, who do you think will be the first player to score a touchdown? Is that the next one? I'm doing them in no particular oh. order. I'm kind of doing them in can game I, order. Can I inj- can I can I pull can I pull a Philly Philly here, a Philly yeah, special? You betcha. And, and inject a little surprise. Please do. Okay. Um I I kind of made a bet up as we were as we were doing our our introduction. Okay. Uh and I don't think it was on your initial list. Bring can it I on. include it here? Okay. Yeah. Um the bet is um colors of uniforms. Uh, Which colors do you think the Pats will wear? Which colors do you think the Rams will wear? Is that on your bet somewhere? Uh, no, but the problem is, Matt, I think they already announced those. Oh. I'm going to Google it now. Um, I thought I saw a headline that we're talking about. Yeah, no, they already know. The Los Angeles Rams will be playing in their blue and yellow throwback. What? That was what I was going to bet. Yeah, no, they are. They were going to do the the blue and yellow throwbacks, and the Pats would do – are they doing – they're white, away um, uniforms. They like to. They've won more in white. I've only seen the article for what the Rams are going to do. I have to see. Oh, here we go. Welcome to the official Super Bowl uniform preview. Nobody cares. Um, no, that's for the season. I would have guessed they're white alternative um, away uniforms. Well, like I said, they're um, they're three and two in Super Bowls where wearing the white jerseys. Um, yeah, they are going to wear the white road jerseys. White road jerseys. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So. Dang, I would have won that bet. That been, I didn't even look it up. Would have been good. I knew they were. I knew the Rams were going to wear their stupid throwbacks. Well, I knew they've it. done it a lot this year too. I think that their new uniforms look much better. I love the new logo, the the blue and silver. I think that's really sharp. Um. But and I and I and I I, I do I kind of I kind of take it back. I don't hate the Rams. They're they're not a hateable team. L.A. is just kind of a... They're just an uninteresting team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll we'll get to that when we start to talk overall about the game. But this is, to me, one of the blandest Super Bowl lead-ups I've ever experienced in my life. Indeed. There's nothing for many, interesting storyline-wise about this game. God, that's a perfect segue to get into the halftime show, but... <laughs> let's go for the halftime show. No, let's 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 go let's go do this in order. Let's do the who scores first. Let's I do who scores first. This is the first yeah. touchdown, Matt. Uh, I'll go first on this one because you went first on the last couple. Yeah. Um, who's on first? Um, who's first? Uh, who's up first? Who's first? I guess your question for this has to be well, a which team scores first, but also be a runner pass, right? I think. Do early, we have to bet on both? No, no, no. You're just picking one player, but this is sort of your question, right? You know, do you pick like a Julian Edelman, James White, Gronkowski, because you think it's a pass, Sony Michelle run? Do you go Todd Gurley, CJ Anderson? You go a Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods? You think it's going to be in the air? I think early in the game, um, teams traditionally try to run more into the end zone. They're running the clock down, less risky. They'll pass more as the game goes on. I think it's probably going to be, I think it's going to be rushing, and I'm going to give it uh, to. 
the uh oh boy I'm torn. I'm really torn because I think it's either gonna be Sony Michelle for the Pats or CJ Anderson for the Rams. Um, and I'm gonna give it to uh, Sony Michelle. I think on this one. Good. Okay. Um, Sean, I'm actually also going to give it to the Pats, but and I also think they're gonna run it in. But I I picked James White. White, okay. is my, White is the guy that I chose to score the first touchdown. I was actually torn between him and Gronkowski, but uh, seeing that I think Gronk is going to have his hands filled with Aqib Tlaib all night, uh, I think that they're just going to go for the the rushing option here and and hand it up to James White. James, James White has scored in, I think, for the four previous Super Bowls that oh, the yeah. Pats have been He's in. He's a huge Super Bowl player for them. He may have uh, scored in all of them. I, I just know that. He scored a couple last... touchdowns against uh, the Atlanta in that particular game. Yes. Uh, he's a huge player. And he's a run pass option. He can do both. He can catch that's and right. run. So uh, that's definitely a great, great bet. Mm-hmm. I think that's a solid pick. But, of course, we're both assuming New England scores first. That's right. Now, if if, if the Rams were going to score first, I'd probably pick C.J. Anderson. I but, agree. But um, I'm thinking that, the, yeah, James White is who I'm giving the first player to score. Mm-hmm. Well, Vegas has the best odds for Sony Michelle, followed by Todd Gurley, then C.J. Anderson. Um, no, Gurley is, in, is, a, is a good bet, too. <laughs> Throwback to uh, Carolina, Denver. And we were so sure that Cam Newton was going to run it in. We were real bad on that one. Nope. Nope. He didn't even score a touchdown all night. (laughs) No, that was a really bad. That was an embarrassing. That that game sucked. Matt, we did. I I happen to have. That was the first one we did. And the record. So put it this way. Last year's score, I won eight to six. We only get points if we're right. The first year, the score was four to one. That's how wrong we were on everything. Yeah. I just happened to be wrong the least on that one. Congrats. I scored one <laughs> point. That's bad. Um, alrighty. Well, let's uh, let's keep going here. One of the bets uh, we've got here um, is, will there be a successful two-point conversion? We've never done this one before um, in a game. Uh, two-point conversion is obviously a common part of football. What do, you, uh, what do you think, Matt? This is a simple yes or no. Nothing too complicated. We're not asking you how yeah. many. I chose no. You chose no. Okay, that's I interesting. I actually chose no. I, I, um, it, it, we, it's a moderately common part of the game, but I just think it's a, you know, it's just not likely. It's not as likely as there not being one. I mean, it's it, there. There are more games that go by without two point conversions than there are games that where two point conversions occur. Sure. And I don't think it'll be necessary in this one. I think a lot of people are picturing a shootout, but. I have a I have a very different picture in my mind of how the game's going to go, which I'll reveal when we talk about the final score. But yeah, I mean that really is ultimately your question: how close you th- how close you think the game's going to be? Right? Is one team going to pull really far ahead? That's really the only time you're going to get two points. Uh, and you know, when I look at how these teams played in their championship games, uh, Patriots coming out really aggressively, they were up significantly at the half. Um, and looking at the Rams, who were significantly down at the half against the Saints, I think these are two teams who are kind of first half, second half, different teams, right? They're big into coaching adjustments. So I yes. genuinely don't think it would be surprising to see some two-point conversions required uh, because the first half was uh, so aggressively out of balance. So I'm going to take the yes on this one, actually. I think that's that's pretty sound logic there. You know, I, I, I think it's I agree with you. It's kind of a 50-50 toss up, but um 
but I definitely think it could it could get there. I don't think we'll see a lot of them, but there'll definitely be some. Um, now, Matt, uh, another question we got here on our list. Again, all real things you can bet on. Will they show the Saints-Rams missed call replay during the game? Um, Again, another simple yes or no. Right. Now, okay. Going in, I, I actually wrote down no on my paper, but now I'm thinking yes. Just the reason being, not that the NFL is going to lean into it by any means, but it's it's kind of a show of... Um, it's kind of a, I, I think that they would they're they're just it's just such a it was such a big part of that championship game that that I don't think they're not going to be able to show it. Um, I don't think they'll show it a lot because uh, it was embarrassing for them. But I think just as a, as a, as a, as a symbol of like it's over, it happened, we're past it now. I think they'll should they'll show it once and the one of the commentators will say something like, "Oh, and of course the controversial no call." that brought the Rams here or something like that. And then, and then they just, it'll be a one note thing. They won't dwell on it for long. They won't, they definitely won't, won't make any guesses or expound on what they think is going to be the consequences of it. But I think they will show it. Okay. I, I, and I think I agree with you. Um, you know, to me, I a hundred percent guarantee they'll at least have it queued up, ready to go. I think it really only would come up if a similar play happens, right? I don't think they're just going to okay. bring it up as a talking point, but if there is like a questionable pass interference call, they might replay it. It's funny coming into tonight. I was going to bet. Yes. Cause I said, considering these pass interferences and refereeing is going to be hugely scrutinized in this game, like intensely. Um, I would not want to referee this game, God forbid, because it's a no-win situation. But, you know, more than I think about it, I think, you know, every year there are these, how many times will X happen during the broadcast, right? And traditionally, by the way, we don't like to do these because they're kind of a pain in the ass to watch. I included this one because I think it's pretty obvious when they'll replay this that they won't. You know, we did one famously a couple years ago. How many times will they say Matty Ice on the broadcast? And you have to, like, listen to every single word they say. To, it's a pain in the ass. But I just, I've learned over the years that they don't like to bring up shit like this during the Super Bowl. They don't like to bring up past contracts. You know, like we were like, oh, how many times will Deflategate get mentioned? It's like, they don't, they don't do, how many times will uh, Giselle, Tom Brady's wife, be shown in the stands? They don't like to do that stuff during the Super Bowl. I just think they'd rather leave it where it is. I'm going to pick no on this one. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, certainly, but I just think they they really like to make the Super Bowl about the Super Bowl and not not like other NFL games. Yeah, um, I I think that it, when if and when they show it, I think it'll be very early in the game. I think it'll be just kind of an introduction to where they show like how both teams got here. Yep. I think they'll do the same for the Patriots. I think well, the pregame, I guarantee it will come up. They'll show some highlights there too. Um, it, yeah, in the game itself, it's it's a lot harder to say. It's a lot harder to say. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I think that they I think that they will. Okay. Um, well, Matt, let's get to uh, let's get to the halftime show. Uh, before we start talking about prop bets, this year we've got for the halftime show um, a band that hasn't had a hit for a few years. They're still back. Maroon Five featuring rappers Travis Scott and Big Boy. Um, I think that's something. Uh, what do you think of the halftime show this year, Matt? Are you uh, sort of excited or very excited? Well, if it was a scale of one to ten my excitement would be like maybe a three. 
maybe. I, I really haven't. I really haven't enjoyed a halftime show. I think since probably since the Who. What? I, I think the Who when uh, Justin Timberlake did a, did a pretty fine job. I guess. I think, I think Bruno Mars does a no. fine job. I don't like Katy Perry was. I don't good. care for him. Katy Perry was good. Come on. Katie, all right. So uh, the thing with Katy Perry is I didn't I didn't see that one live. Oh. I was actually I had car trouble that night and um I was kind of stuck on uh 95. Mm. So I actually I actually only saw the whole Super Bowl I actually only saw the very end of that game when um Russell Wilson threw the interception. That's right. But um that was that was actually I think the only Super Bowl I can remember that I that I missed the majority of. But um so I, I actually I had to go back and and watch it and yeah she wasn't bad Coldplay wasn't bad either I'll give it that except they got kind of like stepped on and drowned out by who's that Beyonce and uh, and, and uh, Bruno, Mars. Bruno Mars was there as well decides, yeah. decides he just keeps just, won't whatever. leave yeah uh, but I don't think I'm going to enjoy the Super Bowl if there was a prop bet for that I would say uh, the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show Freudian slip. The halftime show, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this halftime show. If there were a prop bet for um, whether – like how much I'm going to enjoy this halftime show, I would say I'd definitely be under on that one. Uh, but I think that a lot of girls will like it because girls like Bruno Ma- – or Maroon 5. Sure. They're the same – basically the same in my mind. Okay. I, I'm with you. I think on a 1 to 10 scale, my interest is zero. I don't have any, so I can't really give it a number. Um, I'll probably watch some of it, but I don't care. I think, I think the Super Bowl halftime is officially over, like in <laughs> terms of a national excitement. Like, I feel like there was a time where people like really genuinely looked forward to it. And I don't think that time exists anymore. I'm not sure if this was before or after the who, I think it might've been after, but Prince gave a really good halftime. Yeah, Prince was a couple years before the who Prince may be mm-hmm. one of the best Super Bowl performances of all time. I think uh, yeah. halftime, I think you can really. Bruce Springsteen gave a great show. Yeah, he did. Even U2 was fine the year they did it, you know. Yeah, I just don't think anyone cares. I mean, the NFL can't find artists who are willing to do it. So um, it's... Yeah, they don't really get paid. It's not a great gig. So It's mostly an endorsement kind of thing. And it's just a thing that you can say you did. Like, oh, I played the Super Bowl. I did it. I checked that off my, my celebrity list. But I do like I'm – I'm reading this article here on SportingNews.com. List of Super Bowl halftime show performers. I've never looked at like a full list. Hmm. I've seen a few of these. But like in 1968 at Super Bowl II, it was Old Man Winter Takes a Vacation in Miami featuring seven local Miami area high school bands. Oh, yeah. They used to be – it used to be great. There was one year where a magician did the halftime show. Oh, that's right. The three uh, – Elvis Presto. I Elvis think one of Presto, my favorite yes, of all time. There was magi- I, there was a, I, I, like, why don't they do variety things like that anymore? They should they, bring that back. Why does I, that have to be a musical act every for year? For me, the best Super Bowl halftime has to be, um, and what year would that have been? It was, uh, oh, 1991, a small world salute to 25 years of the Super Bowl featuring new kids on the block. It was all Disney, mm-hmm. a, a small world, and they have kids from all over the world that nobody saw because the yeah. halftime show was preempted by the uh, the Gulf War. By the Gulf War, yeah. yeah. Awesome. 
<laughs> That's right. In 1989 was Bebop Bamboozled, which was Elvis Presto. They really had a lot of really winter magic. Winter magic. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. There's so. Oh my God, I forgot the Blues Brothers did it in 97, way after the Blues Brothers should have been doing brothers. it. Blues Like John Belushi? No, and... this was James Belushi. This was Bruce, Belushi. Blues Brothers 2000 era. Oh, okay. John Belushi may have been dead by then. Not great. Yeah. Not great. Anyhow. Anyway. Um,. Well, Matt, each year on the Super Bowl, uh, we have a bet we do every year. Each of us pick three songs we think the halftime act will perform. We do it uh, kind of back and forth uh, draft style where, you know, you pick one, I pick one back and forth. We each pick three, and we get a point for each one we get correct. Last year, we each bet two correct songs, so we got two points apiece. This is a great way to win our Super Bowl prop bet challenge. You can really rack up some points here. Um, Now, Matt, I... Don't remember who went first last year. So I don't know who's going to pick first this year. How about this, Matt? You pick high or low? High. My D20 rolled a 17, so you get to pick first. Congratulations. Hooray. Your first Maroon 5. So I know you're a big Maroon 5 yeah, fan. Yeah, see, I, I, <laughs> I, had to, I actually had to enlist Katie on this one, and she helped me out. Smart. Uh, just because I I had absolutely no I had nothing to go off of because I don't listen to Maroon Five. But um, my first pick is this a Serpentine or do I get to do all three? Nope, just one at a time. One at a time. Okay, so we go back and forth. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the one that I feel the strongest about that's on my list. It's Moves Like Jagger. Ah, see that would have been mine. That's a good pick. Boom. That's yes. a good pick. Yeah, I, that was like the first one I put down. I was like. This one was big. It still is. They're going to definitely do it. That is a no-brainer for me. I think they'll they'll definitely do that one. Um, which song? Which song is makes me wonder? How does that go? A little bit of it. Well, that's I don't remember. Hang on, I'm going to play a little snippet of it here. Oh, oh, the, oh, oh, I know, I know the one you're talking about. Oh yes, okay. That's so. Vegas has that as the best odds song they're going to play. Yeah, um, and I'll I can sing it in my head, but I don't know the name of it. Yeah, it goes. Uh, Isn't it called "Makes Me Wonder"? Isn't that the name of the song? Yeah, it's the name of the song. I just yeah. don't. Hang on, let me. I'll play a little bit of it. Have a no, reason. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have the time. Yeah, I did. really. That's their number one most likely to be played. I don't know if I agree with that. I'm still <laughs> gonna take it though. Yeah, I think I think they will play it. But I wouldn't have picked. I would pick moves like Jagger as the number one. Oh, for sure. No, you definitely nailed it. That's that's a that's a that's a guaranteed point. Um, all right, Matt, you've got the next pick. Uh, uh, this one's a little bit of a uh, underrated pick, but I, I'm going to go with it anyway. It's animals. Oh, see, that would have been. Oh man, you're, too, <laughs> you're stealing all my perks. No, I agree. Yeah. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Because you got to think of these upbeat songs. That's what they like to also, play. They, they've definitely, I, I'm pretty sure they've played the song, you know, when, like right before they cut to commercial and they show like the scores. I've definitely, I think I remember them. Usually they play like regional, like little regional songs uh, when they're about to cut to a commercial. But I, I remember Animals being one of them. So the NFL already likes it. So I think that could be, that could be one. It's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Does it, which song is One More Night? Ah, uh, okay. Playing a little bit. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take one more night. One more night? I think that's solid for a second pick. 
I had that on my list. I ended up taking it out in favor of a different song. That well, you get to pick third. You get to pick your third song right now, Matt. This one, this one, I'm going out on the limb. This one is. Uh, oh no! Don't pick the song I want. Come on! Don't do this to me. <laughs> Come on! I'm gonna be really it's, mad. It's going out on a limb because it is one of their newer songs. Okay, then no. And they perform it with Cardi B. Okay. And I guess in my mind, I have I have this idea that Cardi B might just like show up, like how like a la Bruno Mars, and like sing it with them. Yeah. Uh, the song's called "Girls Like You." Okay. And and that's my How does pick, that one song go? number three. I actually have never heard it before, but I know that <laughs> it just said Maroon Five featuring Cardi B. It came out last year, and it, so it's new. So you know how very often they the artists like yeah, to, it's their new like song. To, yeah, like to kind of promote one or two of their new tracks, and so that's my pick, Girls Like You. I'm playing a little clip of it. You can't hear it, but I can hear it, and the folks at home can hear it. So I have Girls Like You, Moves Like Jagger, and Animals. Ooh, that's a pretty good lineup. <laughs> that's a pretty good lineup. I like that. Um, for my last one, I'm a bit of a toss-up at this moment. This love or she will be loved? Because I think they got They always got to play one slower song. And, you know what and I mean? The, and it's and they got to play one of their classics. Right. For the older, the just, older fans like us. I just don't. His love has taken. I'm gonna say uh, she will be loved. Sean, if I had, if I, if we were allowed a fourth pick, that yeah. that actually, um, not she will be loved, but this the, love would have been this yours. love, the one you didn't yeah. choose. I yeah. would have taken that one because mm. that's that was like I w- I don't know if that was their breakout hit. I think it came out around the same time as she will be loved. Anyway, they I think they were. Yeah. They were big songs. They were like establishing songs for them. I think that they want to they would want to reach out to their like original fans that way. I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, Matt, I got to be honest with you. I think we're going to go three and three on this. I think Maroon 5 only has so many songs. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not a, like Coldplay. No, even they Justin Timberlake last year had a songs pretty big discography. Uh, these right. guys, not as much. So I think we're going to go three and three. But nonetheless, I still think some good picks. Um, you know, got to stand by them. Now, Matt, uh, we got to approach the end of the game here with some of these prop bets. Let's start with uh, the Super Bowl record. Now, this year, Matt, the NFL set all kinds of records for point score, touchdown scores. We had the highest scoring game ever between the Rams and the Chiefs. The big question on everyone's mind, you can bet on this, will this Super Bowl total score between both teams combined beat the Super Bowl record of 75 total points? A simple yes or no. Will it? Will the combined score at the end of the game be more than seventy-five points? Yeah, I. I'm going to go ahead and say no. I'm going to okay. say no. Uh, I think something that a lot of people forget here is is and they like they they analysts love to play up these offenses: Clash of the Titans, Brady, Edelman, Amendola, Gronkowski. White. Edelman doesn't play for them anymore. Edelman? Or Amendola, I'm sorry. He plays for the Dolphins now. Oh, did I say Amendola? I just, all right. So I just, I was listening to a podcast with, with uh, Amendola in it. Uh, yeah, that's right. He, um, but he, he he was he was a Patriots sure. uh, wide receiver at a time. These are just names, names that I throw out there because, you know, they evoke like the Pats offense. But nobody's really talking about their, their key uh, defense. I mean, you on the other side. You have Gurley, you've got 
uh, Anderson. You've got you've got Goff. Like they're, they they the the obviously the offense. These are some big offensive names. But I think what makes both of these teams really shine, and you said it earlier in the show, is that they are teams that can play both sides of the field really well, or at least well enough to be successful. And I think that it's not good. This game is not going to be the shootout that everybody is predicting. I think that I doubt that I don't think it'll be low scoring either. But I do think that it's going to be. There's not. It's not going to be a no holds bar free for all. Both teams play a very good defense. I think that the key. And the Rams have figured my, – my, my thinking is that the Rams have figured out something that the Chargers and Chiefs didn't. It's that you don't play zone defense against Brady uh, ever. And I think that the the Rams really shine when they're in a man-to-man set anyway. So uh, we, Aqib Tlaib in there. Um, they've got uh, – uh, wh- Aaron Donald. Linemen? Donald and, and Sue. Um I think this is going to be a close game. I think if they put enough pressure on Brady and really kind of get him get him uncomfortable, I think that he they could force him into making some some bad throws. Um, he certainly looked beatable in the first half of the season, uh, and as soon as teams figured out figured that out. Um, so yeah, that being said, I, I won't say any more, but I will say, just say that I don't think it's going to combine to beat that that record. Yeah, Matt, I am actually, I think this is the first one all night I'm going to agree with you on. I'm actually going to back you up on this. And for me, it's not that these two teams aren't going to have strong offense throughout the night. I think there's a good chance of that. 75 is a lot of points. I mean, you think about it, a 28 to 28 game, that's four touchdowns each, 14 total touchdowns. That's only 56 points. I mean, 75 is a huge line to have to top. And so do I think this will be a high? Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a... 7-14 win or something like that, a 10-14 game. I don't think so. Boy, 75, I just don't... It's a record for a reason. Records are hard to break, and these two teams, I just don't... And the other thing you got to remember, too, is the Patriots historically are, are not big Super Bowl scorers. I think really the only ex, uh, exemption to that is um, when they beat Atlanta and had that big comeback, and that's partly because that game went into overtime, that they got some extra points on top, but... Um, most of the time, they usually don't top 30 in a Super Bowl. That's that's pretty rare for them, and you'd really have to do that to get even close to 75. So um, I'm going to agree with you, actually, and say no. I think that that there's little likelihood of that happening. Hmm. Now, Matt, we have got to get to the point in the show where we pick the game. we got to pick the winner and predict a score. You get a point uh, for if you're right on either uh, for a maximum of two points. Uh, Matt, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Okay. Sean, this is your team. Your team is in it for the ninth time in, uh, since 2000. In this millennium. There's any, not that there's anything fishy or conspiratorial about that. I'm sure they absolutely earned their place in that Super Bowl. Matt, they've been in half the Super Bowls since the new millennium. Yeah. Think about that. There's there's definitely nothing messed up about that. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, it, you know, they're totally on their own merit. You know, Matt, I was thinking about this the other day. The NFL totally didn't pay me off to say that either. Why would the NFL pay you to say that? <laughs> Are they just paying random people now to say nice things? You know, Matt, I'm a bit spoiled. I've grown up in the greatest sports city in America, Boston, the greater Boston, Massachusetts area. I was going to say, you, you didn't grow up in hey, Boston. Hey, if you can call yourself a John. real New Yorker, I'm a real Bostonian, <laughs> yeah, of buddy. I'm a real New Yorker. Full fucking Why shit you are. Why can't you just say that you're from Massachusetts? 
which Boston is in. And you're from New York, which <laughs> okay. New York is in. From Boston, sure. Yeah. I thought you were a Texan. Last year you were a Texan. Now yeah. you're now you're a New Englander. Yeah, but Texas is not Houston's not the sports town. Boston is the greatest sports town of this millennium. And there's no debate that can be had about that at all. Actually, go there, ahead, pick another town. There's totally a debate. Pick another town. That can be had about that. Pick another town. I uh, thought uh, I actually thought about this. You pick another town. <laughs> I'll get back to you on okay, that. Okay, please do. I'll think I'll think about that. Cuz it's not going to I let that stew over a little bit. Nope, we're talking uh all of these. We're talking five Super Bowl championships, one NBA championship, one Stanley Cup championship and three World Series. Um, it doesn't get any better than that. That being said, by the way, I should mention, you correctly picked the Super Bowl last year. You did have the Eagles to win last year, so you got a point for that. Did you? Do you happen to remember the score? That uh, The actual score or the score the, you no, predicted? No, no, the score that I picked. You predicted 20 to 17. Eagles which it was, 20, Pat 17? Yeah. That was dangerously low, right? Yeah, they scored <laughs> a lot more than that. Um, yeah. I don't know, why, why did I think the Eagles' defense was that good? I don't know. You know, Matt, I really thought long and hard. And I have to say, I think of all the Super Bowls we've done on the show, this is probably the biggest coin flip for me. I genuinely feel both teams could win this. Mostly because they're both just fine teams. I think both have underrated defenses. I think the Pats don't get enough credit for what their defense has done. Tom Brady, I think the least sacked or one of the least sacked quarterbacks in the league because that defense does a, the uh, line does a great job of protecting him. I think... Jared Goff is a bit underrated. I don't think he's great, but I think he's good enough to win Super Bowl. You got to remember, in this decade, Eli Manning has won two Super Bowls and Nick Foles has won one, okay? You don't have to be a great super uh, quarterback to win a Super Bowl, okay? You got to remember, Eli Manning will probably end up in the Hall of Fame, which is one of the saddest sentences anyone has ever said in, in their lifetime. So. We're one of the best. No. Look, you want to take credit for best. those Giants listen, winning? Look, listen, the Giants he's won. A, he, is a, he is a piece in a larger chess set. I will give you that. He is, is The whole team is not Eli. Look, in a, in a world where we can say Nick Foles, Super Bowl, MB, MVP, <laughs> you say whatever the hell you want about Eli Manning. At this point, it doesn't matter. There are a lot yeah. of bad quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls. So Goff has every shot to win. I, I Eli am is not a bad Totally with that. Eli is a perfectly fine quarterback. Per, I yes. would take him any day. Would I might you? not put him in first string, but I would take him on my team any day. Sure. He Man. actually would. I, he, now that I think about it, he would really be, I think, the I like the ideal second string quarterback. Like, yeah, that you'd bring in for like a player two. But it does make you realize how many second string quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, if only they had had as good of a defense. That's it. As those he, Giants teams had. They're as good as the pieces. Man, around. Remember, anyone can be a Super Bowl champion. Even you. That's right. Just look at Eli right. Manning. At least when I play Madden, that's, um, that's, that's true. <laughs> I think when I look at these two teams, and you you did a great breakdown. I'm sure you'll do a good breakdown when you pick your winner, and you did a good breakdown earlier. You know, the keys to the game, you got to get to Tom Brady. You got to sack the guy. You got you to gotta have him under pressure. He's got to drop back. He's not a mobile quarterback. I think the Rams have a really good shot to do it, and I cannot believe I'm going to do this. I don't even believe me as the words are leaving my mouth. I think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I can't believe I'm picking against the New England Patriots, who are not only incredible, but also my team. But I just think if You're they... Playing a dangerous game, Sean Jennings. The simplest way for me to put it is, to compare it to last year's Super Bowl, are the Patriots better or worse than they were last year, and are the Rams better or worse than the Eagles were last year, right? The Patriots, I would argue, are about the same, okay? I think the Rams are better than the Eagles were last year. 
That being said, that then so if the if the Eagles could beat them last year, why can't the Rams beat them this year? The Patriots aren't that much better of a team. They're just like older. That's that's really the only difference. Um, and so it's going to come down. Goff's got to have a good game. You know, um, that the, their running game won't save them. Uh, Matt, I'm going to pick the Rams. I can't. I I'm like nauseous at the thought. You have a score. Of course I do, Matt. I think the Rams are going to win it in an incredibly close. <sighs> Boy, um, in an incredibly close 31 to 28 victory. And I think it's I think it's going to come down to a Zerline uh, field goal. Wow. Are you OK there, Matt? You, you look a little upset. No, I'm not upset. I'm just kind of creeped out right now. Oh, no. Go ahead, Matt. What's your pick? Sean, I picked the exact same score. But with the New England Patriots Whoa! winning. By, by the way, I just made up that score, like, that in, in case weird. you couldn't tell right now. I, I, yeah, that that's just kind of eerie. 31, I have, I have New England, I have it written down here. You can even look at it. No, I, I, I a million percent believe you. Yeah, I, have, yeah, I, I totally have believe you. 31 and, and LA 28. And you know what's that's great? Same score. Is that different outcome? We we when we assign the points to the winners in this, we award the points separate of winner and score. So if you have the wrong winner but the right score, you still get the point. So it's kind of a moot point because we're both going to get it or lose it on the score. So right, good job. No, what what do, what do you have for the Patriots? Come on, I'm thrilled by the way that you picked them. Yeah. So all right. So my my case for them is I like like you. This is go. I think this is going to be a very close fought, hard fought game. I think that the Rams are are really going to step up, and and I and I I too agree that Jarrett Goff is a highly underrated quarterback. At the end of the day, though, I think that it's going to be a rope a dope situation. Mm. I think that the that the 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 Patriots are just going to simply wear L.A. out. I, and LA is a team that hasn't they haven't been there before. They have a relatively young young coach, head coach who I think is more is much more prone to make mistakes, certainly sure. more prone than Bill Belichick is. Um he's he he's good at making mid-game and late-game adjustments, but he's definitely no Belichick in that area anyway. And as much as I hate the team, I got to give the Patriots credit. I mean, I they're they're just the guy Belichick is a football genius. He's an absolute football genius. Greatest there's, ever coach of the game. There's there's no there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. And and he has all all of the things that a head coach needs to beat another head coach. The, he has the he's got the wisdom. He's got the the years. He's got the experience. He's got the plan. What more do you want? I I, I just think that. That that know-how and that uncanny ability to to just kind of guess, it, it, like they say about chess, it's not about beating your opponent as much as waiting for your opponent to make opportune mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like take capitalizing off of errors and mistakes of the other team is what Belichick is great at. He's uh, excellent at doing. 
Um, Patriots are also the most disciplined team in the NFL. They have one of the fewest, I think the fewest penalties called against them all year. Um, you can't say that of the Rams. But, I mean, that's what I think it'll come down to. It'll just be a rope-a-dope situation. Uh, they'll wear out the defense. I think the Rams are going to come out strong. I think there is a there is even is a chance they might we might see them be ahead at halftime. But after that, the halftime adjustments, I think the third and fourth quarter will just be a tale of catch up for the for the Rams and just the Patriots move out and move out ahead early. That's my guess. So twenty or or thirty eight twenty eight New England is my guess. Wait, 38-28? I'm sorry, 31-28. Just want to make sure I'm saying it wrong. 31-28, New England. You know, Matt, I think you're definitely correct. And I think, you know, the reason the Pats lost to the Eagles was not that the Eagles had a spectacular game. It's that the Pats had a crappy game. And I think the Patriots, to lose, really have to beat them. I don't think if, if, if after Sunday the Rams are the Super Bowl champions, we're not going to be sitting around saying, wow, Jared Goff, holy shit, C.J. Anderson, Todd Gurley, what a great game. No, we're going to be saying, wow, Bill Belichick and the Pats really blew it. They played awful. I really think that's how you have to beat them is they have to beat themselves, and they don't do that very often. That's 100% right. They have to beat themselves. You don't want to know how the Eagles beat Brady and, and Belichick? They they played out of their minds. They played out of their minds and above their heads. Yeah, you that's play how you. Game. That's how you beat them. You have to you have to just throw crazy shit at them, like that Philly special, that that Belichick just had never thought of before. Basically. And by the way, you the have to way do to it them. for four quarters, which is yes. what Atlanta failed to do because they had them for all, two exactly. and a, two and a half at, quarters out of the gate. Yeah, Atlanta for three out of the four quarters. Atlanta did that. And then, they, then it all just it and all just fell apart. And by the way, their victory against Seattle only happened because of that interception. Seattle was right there about to score it with you know twenty seconds or something left. You know, I mean, it's a lot of luck too has led to the them winning some of these Super Bowls. So they can be beaten. Don't don't make don't make that mistake thinking they can't be. Uh, but I I think uh, you make a good argument there, Matt. And I I think you'd agree with me in saying I don't think it'd be a surprise if either team won. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it is going to be a close game. Uh, I don't think that the, the – neither one is going to be a slouch. I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to experience. Um, I'm trying to think. Rams players that have been in a Super Bowl before. I think there's four. Akeem Tlaib? Yes. Akeem Tlaib? Yep, because he was with Denver. Yep. Um, he's the only one I can Brandon Cooks was with the Patriots last year. That's right. Uh, in the Super Bowl. Didn't win, uh, yeah. but he played. Brand cooks, yeah. I, th- I think the, I think the the because you know there's these storylines. ESPN's always talking about it's. That, I think it's like four to like Patriots have like 36 or something players who have played in a Super Bowl before. Well, that's it. So yeah, a lot more experience. A tale of experience there. It's a big game. There's a lot of pressure. It, it, you, the, the Patriots have been there nine times. I mean, Brady's been there nine times well, since 2000. So the other thing you have to think about too, Patriots did not play the Rams this year. So they don't have a lot of tape. They don't have a lot of experience with them, and vice versa. So that's kind of what makes True. this matchup interesting uh, versus some of the other teams the Patriots have played and beaten in Super Bowls past. Um, but, uh, but Matt, we have got to pick our MVPs, our game MVPs last year. I called you crazy for picking Nick Foles. <laughs> I said, Nick Foles can't be a Super Bowl MVP. That's against the rules. But no, you were correct, and you're into point for that. Anything uh, goes. Well, well done. Who do you have as the MVP this year? I think you could probably guess. I want you to guess. Greg Zerline, the kicker. That's that's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if a kicker won the MVP? 
That would be kind of neat. I, I would, I would root for them. I would cheer for, I would cheer for them. I mean, them. I think it's possible, right? I think if you won sure. with like a score of like twelve to seven, and every point was scored by the kicker, you kind of have to give it to the kicker, don't you? I think, yeah, you'd have to, especially the kicker was an integral part of that win. Um, no, I, I have Tom terrific. Tom Brady is is my pick for MVP. That makes I, sense. I, I don't see it happening any other way. If the if the Patriots win, it's got to be Brady. And frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if he won, even if the Rams won, because he's goddamn Tom Brady. So you know, <laughs> crazier things have happened. I, I, you know, I, Matt, that makes sense. I mean, I think if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, who else could win? I think Gronk winning would be a great storyline. I just don't think he'd have a good enough game. He'd have to score like four or five touchdowns to. I, yeah, and I, I, this could be something I could be wrong about, but I don't think that Gronk is going to have a great Super Bowl. I mean, I think he'll have a good Super Bowl, like blocking, which he's been yeah. he's actually done a good job of this season. But in terms of like the flashy stuff, the voters look for in, in the end zone. I think it's going to be all to leave. I think he's gonna he's gonna kind of outpace him. I mean, it, 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 crazier things have happened, but I yeah. see it's got to be Brady. I yeah. think. I could also see again if all of their points are scored by a Sony Michelle or a James White. I think, you know, okay, maybe, but, you know, he's Tom Brady. He's going to win. Boy, if the Rams win, that's a tough one because they got a couple really interesting star players. You know, Jared Goff, obviously, if it's a big passing game, it's possible. I think, obviously, C.J. Anderson or Todd Gurley, you know, um, running backs have certainly won it in the past. And you got to give an interesting shout-out to Aaron Donald. I mean, he's the best defensive player in the league. If he sacks Tom Brady three or four times in this game, you know, Von Miller won it a couple years ago when Peyton Manning was a walking husk of himself that somehow won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Von Miller won it that year. So defensive players have done it before. Who, boy, Matt. I'm really, this is a tough one for me to pick. That's right. You got to go with... Uh, and I want to go with Tom Brady, but I don't want to pick the same as you because that's no fun. Well, how could you pick Tom Brady? If you're saying that the, you're saying that the Rams are going to win is in your prediction. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... You know, MVP that's called hedging your bets. Usually, yeah, okay. You know, that way I get points either way. <laughs> you kind of made the mistake, and that's a mistake I made last year. I picked the Patriots and Tom Brady. I went whole hog, And you picked yeah. the Eagles and the Foles, and you got a couple of points out of it. So maybe it's better to split your bets. Who knows? Depends on your strategy, I guess. I mean, you could pick Brady. That'd be fine. But then, but then it's no fun because you already picked him, so we're both going to get a point. So I really should pick somebody too. different, but it's like on the Rams. Who are you going to pick? I think you have even more options. I, I kind of was forced to pick Brady. I, I didn't want to. I would have loved to have picked James White, but yeah, the, I just don't think that if the Patriots win, I don't think it can, it can be anyone else. The the Vegas odds have um, Tom Brady as one, Goff as two, Gurley as three, Sony Michelle as four, C.G. Anderson as five, and Aaron Donald as six. Um. Boy, I'm going to just, I guess I'm going to lean into, boy, you know, if the Rams win, it's because they had a great defense on Tom Brady. I'm going to pick Aaron Donald, which is kind of crazy. But like, I, if the Rams win, it's not, not because Goff had some balls out game. The only thing I'm leaning towards is that the MVP loves, they always pick a quarterback. That's like a right. no brainer. But I'm going to, John, I think that's a smart pick. I'm going to, I think I'm, for you, you, uh, just want, you just want me to not get a point. I know. I, I, if I were in your, all right, I'll be honest. If I were in your shoes, I would pick Goff, but just because of the reason you said that they, the QB is usually the darling. But of the he game. can't but, be good enough to. But I said about Nick Foles too. So, but Goff is also you have to remember. Goff has the story behind him. Goff is the youngest quarterback to appear in a Super Bowl. But he's not flashy or he's interesting. The story. He's it, just. But that, Aaron Donald is the highest paid defensive player in the league. But you know. Just, yeah. So he has the story there too, but he's also not a quarterback. 
But how does Von Miller win it over youngest quarterback? How does Von Miller win it over Peyton Manning? For God's sake. Because like you said, Peyton Manning was a shell of a person. But that's what I'm saying. It's very obvious that he didn't really win that game. He had a mediocre game. But that's what I'm saying. So I'm betting that the Rams win and Aaron Donald gets Tom Brady on the ground constantly and breaks his fucking leg or something. I don't know. (laughs) You know, but that's he's going to have a breakout. Imagine if uh, I think that that would be half of this country would just have an orgasm or something. That would be tragic. (laughs) Very sad. Um. Now, Matt, we've got one more question we have to answer before we wrap it up. This is one we've done every year since we started. I would argue a classic, um, certainly a a Vegas classic, um, and that is what color Gatorade will be dumped on the coach, the winning coach, at the end of the game? Uh, I looked back in our records. Um, One year there was the the year of the Atlanta Patriots Super Bowl. There was no dump because it was so crazy at the end of the game. They didn't do it. Nobody got points. Last year, uh, you bet clear, which, okay, uh, I bet orange, and it was green, so nobody got a point. This year, Matt, the odds are, according to Vegas, uh, from most likely to least likely, uh, green, yellow, they kind of combine, orange, blue, red, clear, purple, from most likely to least likely. Matt, what color do you think will be dumped on the coach this year? I get my first pick. You get your first. You get to pick first, sure. Sean, this is my favorite category. (laughs) It absolutely is. Uh, I wrote down, and I'm going to stick by it, orange. Okay. I pick orange Gatorade. That's very interesting. Why Um, orange? Well, because last year I failed so hard by picking clear. (laughs) Um, Looked it up. Apparently they've only used clear Gatorade twice, I think. I don't even know if they make clear Gatorade. I think it's water. I think it's just water. <laughs> it would just be water. <laughs> I say orange. I say that they, they dump the orange Gatorade on uh, Bill Belichick, the winning coach. Okay. What I color are they going to dump on Sean McVay? I think – I so I'm going to just do a thought in my head that they want something that photographs really well. I'm going to assume somebody is thinking about this ahead of time. Probably not. What photographs really well? Orange. No, better than orange. You want a bright color. Yellow. And I'm thinking again, what are what's the one color these two teams share? Oh. Blue. Okay. Gonna look good in a picture. There's a good chance both teams could use it, so I'm kind of doubling my bet here regardless of who wins. Blue Gatorade is happens to be my favorite Gatorade. And it's a good so. Gatorade. So it is very I'm good going Gatorade. with blue. I feel good about that. If I were still a, a spry young athlete, I would drink blue Gatorade. I never liked Gatorade. I thought it was so – I never understood – and I get like, okay, maybe athletes. I never understood people who like drink Gatorade for fun because they like the taste when they're not working out. Like Gatorade's gross. So I have or is that a just weird, me? I have a weird experience. Like I never, I never drank Gatorade in like exercises or practices or whatever. But I would drink just water because that's all my parents would let me have. But – uh, I drank Gatorade when I was sick every once in a while. Like sure. If I, if I Need got, those like, electrolytes. Like, yeah, for the electrolytes. So that's my relationship with Gatorade mm. is like – it's like tea. Like I, I only would – and I still do. I only drink hot tea if I'm sick or I feel like I'm getting sick. Gatorade I have that, that same relationship with. That a lot of other people connect it with like sports and working out and being at your best. But I never really – yeah, I guess I never really cared it's for salty. it. I think that was – 
That was because I drank it when I was sick. Yeah, it is a salty drink. It's a drink. A be- it's one of those beverages that makes you more thirsty. It's unpleasant. It's and I don't know because I know I'd people who drink, drink it water. like fruit juice, and it's not fruit juice. It's no, worse it's for you than fruit juice. A if lot. you're not working out, you're just drinking salt, buddy. That's what <laughs> Gatorade <sugar>. electrolytes. <laughs> no, it's salt. Like that's what it is. I ne- I literally never understood the appeal of Gatorade. It's, I think it's for people that really, really work out like intensely, like on the commercials where they're literally sweating, sweating the Gatorade. Gatorade. Yeah, hey, good for and good for them. I'm, I'm, I hope they get those electrolytes. But you know, Joe sitting on his couch drinking a Gatorade, it's like, oh. dude, come, on, like drink a soda. Like even that is like <laughs> at least at least tasty. <laughs> yeah, I never, never understood that. Oh boy, I wonder what spiked Gatorade would taste like. Oh, it's basically like jungle juice, isn't it? But you know what? (laughs) Actually, you're not wrong. But you know what? Maybe that's like a hangover cure type thing where you're getting the electrolytes while you're drinking so you don't get hungover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, Matt. Maybe you just drink that if you have an alcohol problem. Wow. (laughs) This is like a good idea. An athletic sports alcoholic beverage. That's nothing. For when you're working out. Yep. When you're on the treadmill and you're <laughs> using exercise equipment, you want to get a little bit shitty. Yeah. Could you imagine somebody like downing a bottle before like a marathon race and they're just passed out on the on the ground? Oh, I can see it. Wow. Had so much potential, and then we just. Uh, yeah, there's still. I think it. there's still something there. We could probably hash it out. One of our patented creative minds episodes. Wow. That the fans love our show. I do have on my list of episode ideas to do a creative challenge. That's Shark Tank, mm-hmm. where we got to come up with product ideas yeah. and then pitch them. Not a bad I feel idea. Like we'd be good on that. So there you have it. I, this is probably the first time we've we've picked the same score. I, 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 guess, it absolutely right? is the first I don't time we picked that's the same ever score. happened. But before. I will also that, that say. Was weird. I think we set the record for most disagreements because I think we really only combined on the not breaking the 75 point record. Otherwise, we're completely disagreeing, which I think like almost never happens. So somebody will definitely win. Mm. That is for sure. And the good news, Matt, is again, now for the fourth year in a row, I will be live tweeting the Super Bowl, announcing the scores as the game happens. So you will know. As the game goes on, boom, 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 and after the Lombardi trophy is hoisted and the confetti is flying, you will know who has won our fourth annual Super Bowl Prop Bet Challenge. How exciting. That is exciting. So you can follow us at Up for Debate TV on Twitter. That's the best way to get it. Follow us now so you get the tweets when they come out on Super Bowl Sunday. That's actually that's that's my favorite part of this whole experience. It's fun. Us. Your tweets. I like your tweets. It's fun. It's it's I, compa- I and then you tweet at you know the up for debate account. And we go back and forth and uh, yep, yeah. It's it's a fun time. It's I a think it, it would be great if we got some fan fan participation as well. But yeah, maybe we'll do like some polls and stuff during yeah. the game. I don't know. We'll, we'll play. We'll have some fun. Check it out. Add up for debate TV, and we will be back next week with. I know Matt, the Super Bowl. Nobody is interested in talking about. We're going to do two episodes on. We'll be back next week to reveal the results, announce the winner, and recap and review what we thought of the pregame, the game, the commercials, the halftime show, everything Super Bowl. We will be covering next week here on the show, so you're going to want to come on back. Upfordebate.tv is our website. 
if you're listening to this and somehow aren't subscribed, I don't understand how you got it, but do please subscribe. There's the link on the website, or you can get us anywhere. You get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher. We're now on Spotify, which is very exciting. Overcast, all the major podcast players, and the video version is on YouTube as well. Um, I mentioned our Twitter account. You can also email us, TV at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, so please reach out. Uh, and let's see, is there anything else the folks out there need to know? I think that's about it. I, you know, I usually don't do a lot of cross-plug shows on this show in particular, but I do want to brag, check out Game Nights over at GameNights.tv. Myself and Matt and Colby and Dan are having a blast playing Dungeons & Dragons. We just published a great episode. Um, two words for you, Bog Harpy. I don't think I need to say more than that. Um, other than we get a NPC in real trouble. Uh, it's a blast. It's a great <laughs> episode. We're having fun. It's at GameNights.tv or wherever you get podcasts. Just search Game Nights. Excellent. Anything else, Matt? Um, no, I think that's about all for me. Uh, every, enjoy the games, everybody. Enjoy the we enjoy the big game. <laughs> have some guac and some chili, and have a have a grand old time. Hey, that's not that's an episode we haven't done yet. Sean is uh, Super boots. Bowl Super Bowl snacks. Oh, there you go. Well, that's a, you know, Matt. If the game is really boring. I'm sure we'll get to it next week because we got to fill an hour. So Indeed. Uh, be sure to come back with us next week to hear more Super Bowl. But until then, he is Matt. I am Sean. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for a Super Bowl episode of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.